0: Your show will go live in five seconds. Four, three, two, one.
1: Welcome to Firefox News Online, the world's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules apply. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated in the chat room at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room and your chat will be deleted. If you commit also, to exa- if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. This is a roundtable discussion broadcast, so please, no crosstalking during the broadcast. And finally, the use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news report. Copyright Act, Firefox News Online Productions, and the News Division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause, across the board. The views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of myself and those who join me. And do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. And now, it's time for Firefox News
0: Online.
1: And now, America, it is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the broadcast. I'll have Talking Points for you in just a hot New York minute. Thanks to... The uh, Send Anywhere software that I use to transfer from one computer to the other, wanting an update at the... Why is it everything waits until I go on the air to update? Skype did it. freaking Send Anywhere did it. I'm telling you, it's Wednesday and it's Humped Day. Not Hump Day. Humped, as in past tense. Sheesh. Just once, I'd like to have things go a little bit good. Well, let's see here. Uh, now, if I'm now, if I'm real lucky, I better be. Of course. Everything that can go wrong does. While we're waiting for the talking points to transfer, let me uh, give you a little something to think about. Tomorrow is April 22nd. Tomorrow is my birthday. I haven't decided whether I'm going to take the night off for my birthday, as I've done in previous years. Or go on the air extra early. I don't or just go on the regular time. I haven't decided. We shall see. But we shall see. Okay, America. Time for me to put talking points in play. That is, of course, provided I turn up the particular items that need to be turned up here. All right, here it comes. Good evening and welcome to Firefox News Online. And as always, you just heard it said, it's time for Talking Points. Well, it has begun. The rioting, the insanity, it seems to be starting in the wake of the Derek Chauvin Verdict, which some folks are saying is a good thing. I say it was tainted because of, of course, what happened over the weekend, thanks to blabbermouth waters. Now, it's a very unfortunate situation because it started in Portland, Oregon. Yep, Portland, Oregon. Now, check this out. I'm just going to give you the headline. This is from Newsmax. Rioters in Portland smashed two Starbucks stores, assault a police officer after Chauvin verdict. See, I knew this was going to happen. I knew this was going to take place. A lot of folks did. It was inevitable. And it's only just begun. This is what happens. Now, of course, it wouldn't be happening, I don't think. Of course, I may be wrong, but I'm just guessing here. I'll put it like that. It would not be happening, I guess, if a certain big mouth liberal douchebag named Maxine Waters hadn't said this.
2: What happens if
3: we do not get what you just told? What should the people do? What should protesters on the street do?
2: I didn't hear you.
3: What happens? What should should protesters do? Well,
2: we've got to stay on the street, uh, and we've got to get more active. We've got to get more confrontational. We've we'll got to make sure that they, they know that we
1: mean business. More confrontational, we mean business. Yeah. Way to go, MaxiPad. Way to go. You keyed up these idiots out there who are willing to riot, loot, pillage, plunder, destroy, even hospitalize innocent people. I mean, come on, It's this is getting ridiculous. You know, I sat here before I went to my doctor's appointment today, which I have some great news to share with everyone. Uh, I will share that, though, after Talking Points, not before. Uh, many of my friends on Facebook and my family members by now already are aware of it, so hopefully that's cool, but... Many of you are not. So I'm just going to save that for later. Anyway, getting back to what I'm saying here in Talking Points, if Maxine Waters really wants to be more confrontational, then sure, I've got a great idea. Why don't you confront your ass right out of office and resign? What happened at two Portland Starbucks, what happened to a police officer, is the beginning of what you called for. Yes, you called it, you asked for it, you got it. Now, I think it's time the American people got justice in regards to others. Well, let's see. Now, I follow Janice Dean. She's the meteorologist from Fox News Channel. Uh, She's a really nice woman, a very lovely lady, and uh, her husband is one lucky guy, i got to say. He is very lucky. He married her, and, and they have one, They have some wonderful children. I've, I've got to say, they are the American family 10,000%. But they also suffered a loss, like some 15,000 others lost. Thanks to Andrew Cuomo, the Putz governor of New York State. Yes, you heard me right. The putts governor of New York State. Right now, he is um, in a lot of deep shit. I mean, okay, first of all, he's got Janice Dean and thousands of other folks really sticking it to him, and rightly so. Janice Dean's uh, husband lost his parents because of Governor Cuomo's mandate last year, along with some 15,000 others. It is heartbreaking when you lose a loved one. But if these folks are healthy, happy, you know, they're living safe and sound, well, guess what? Mandating that the hospitals send people to nursing homes, like Governor Cuomo did last year, only represents a clear and present danger to the senior citizen population in the nursing homes. And it did. And it costs them their lives. And insult to injury. Andrew Cuomo is a sex addict, as far as I'm concerned. That's just my personal opinion. But he's harassed more than 10 women. More than 10 women. And he is now facing the possibility, and I really hope it happens, he is facing the real possibility of impeachment. So, as far as I'm concerned... That son of a bitch needs to go bye, 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 baby. And you know where he needs to be put after impeachment? Prison. Janice Dean is a wonderful human being for championing this cause to see justice sought for the more than 15,000 senior citizens that died. And I swore to Janice Dean that I would use the power of my podcast to champion for justice, to seek justice, not just for the 15,000 seniors, but for the women that he has sexually harassed. And believe me when I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I will see justice done. Justice will be served. Like the man sang in his song, courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue, justice will be served. And the battle will rage. This big dog will fight when you rattle his cage. You'll be sorry that you messed with. And to paraphrase, the seniors and the women of New York State. Because we'll put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. Now, I know I kind of changed it a little bit. But I changed it to fit the... Sentiment that I'm trying to convey. Because, Andrew Cuomo, you're a bastard. You are a sick, twisted human being, and you deserve to be placed not just in prison, but under the prison. So far under the prison that they would have to find a way to pump sunlight into your cell. Okay? It's that simple. You are the lowest form of life ever seen by any human being. So Andy Cuomo, enjoy what's left of your political career because you, sir, are about to face justice. Like I said to Janice Dean on Twitter, it's just a matter of time. Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Trend this all over the globe on social media right now. And with that having been said, it is now time, as always, for the rest of the story. All right. Let's get this party really started. For those of you who have been looking for me on the video side, hello. All right. As always, Gunslinger is in the house via Mixler. So is Mike from Louisiana. The crazy Cajun has arrived. All right. So, phone lines are open at 347-945-5747. Now, before I go into before we get into things... I've got some really good news. I went to see the surgeon today, the same surgeon I saw last week. And I am pleased to let you all know that she felt, I do not need to have that uh, exam, the, uh, the test, the mammogram test it was an abscess that was draining it needed to drain if the if it had stayed or lingered any longer or if things had gotten or if it had gotten worse then she would have ordered the mammogram but she felt it wasn't necessary if things change if it if it starts back up if it gets if it gets bad um, contact her immediately and so on and so on so I walked out of that office with a big smile on my face. The receptionist looked at me and said, So uh well w- when do you need to be seen again? And I'm like, I don't. Not unless something, not unless things get worse. And they said, Well, this is not fair. We have to say goodbye to you for then for now. I said, Well, it is what it is. But hey. It's all good, so I gotta keep a bandage on there because uh, there is some uh, leakage of uh, the of whatever fluids are are, are in that uh, part of that abscess. I I took all the ad, I took the clindamycin, which by the way, could su- has anyone out there ever taken clindamycin? Okay, I think it's part of the penicillin family, but the thing is, man, did that stuff give me the shits? <laughs> hey, listen. My name spells the word "gas," but I mean for crying out loud, we don't. No, no, no. That that. No, that's a bit much. All right. So, joining me on the phone lines are Gunslinger and Mike. Come on, open up the damn microphone, stinking. Come on, open. There we go. Good evening, gentlemen.
0: You mean you mean yeah, yeah, yeah. you mean you mean it gave you the shifts,
1: yeah, that exactly
2: <laughs>
1: I stand corrected. it gave it didn't give me the shits. it gave me the shifts. you don't hear much from that big mouth right now, do you? notice <laughs> the the big mouth we're hearing from the most is Maxipad. And of course, Mm -hmm. watching us on twitch.tv, before I forget, because I don't want to forget this young lady. No, 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 no. Cherokee Rose is watching by way of twitch.tv. Hello. I didn't forget you. See? Bet you thought I did, but I didn't. Okay. So, the rioting began. Thanks to Maxipad. What kind of what kind of idiot incites rioting? The Democrats will not will will not do anything about her. Pelosi, as we found out last night, basically uh, turned around and said something really stupid. Thanking George Floyd for sacrificing his life. No, he didn't sacrifice his life. His life was taken from him. Regardless of how much drugs was in his system, the cop did something he shouldn't have done. Now, fast forward to to what we're to what what's going on, guys. Check this shit out. And I got I got a couple of audio clips that I'll be playing tonight too, as well, as part of tonight's uh Discussions but uh there it is again this is from Newsmax rioters in Portland smash two Starbucks stores, assault a police officer after the the Chauvin verdict. So you know, the writers assaulted a police officer, smashed the windows of, and defaced two Starbucks stores, started a dumpster fire after the former Minnesota police officer, Derek Chauvin, was found guilty of the murder of George Floyd. Two people were arrested, according to the Portland Police Bureau. Late Tuesday afternoon, a Minneapolis jury found... Chauvin guilty of murder and manslaughter for pinning Floyd to the pavement with his knee on the on the black man's neck in a case that touched off a worldwide protest, violence, and a furious reexamination of racism and policing in the United States. The city has seen repeated protests and vandalism since Floyd's death last May. Earlier Tuesday, Mayor Ted Wheeler declared a state of emergency for the verdict at Chauvin's trial. Wheeler, on Wednesday, extended the state of emergency for another 24 hours. The declaration places the National Guard and Oregon State Police on standby. People began gathering around 7 p.m. Tuesday to celebrate George Floyd's uh, life outside the Justice Center in downtown Portland, KOIN reported. At its peak, police estimated there were about 150 people who blocked roads in the area of the Hatfield Courthouse. One man was arrested on a charge of criminal mischief. Police said a second man scuffled with officers and was arrested on charges that included assaulting a public safety officer and assault. At approximately 10.07 p.m., a second person was arrested after a scuffle with officers, the Portland Police Bureau stated in a news release. Now, Videos of the arrest have been posted to social media by various bystanders, including some that did not provide the entire context of the incident. On our Twitter page, we shared the most complete video we could find. It showed a Portland police sergeant walking his bike when a person dressed in all black stepped in his path. The sergeant moved the person aside when another person punched the sergeant in the head. A scuffle began and the sergeant was knocked to the ground. The sergeant landed in a dangerous position underneath the suspect and on his back. That's when... Other officers moved in to stop the assault. Now, uh, In the aftermath of the conviction, many political leaders and activists praised the jury decision, calling it a solid first step toward improving race and police relations. But, as events in Portland may have suggested, others were less satisfied. Some vented their dissatisfaction, lamenting the fact that Floyd had to die to raise awareness and criticizing steps toward healing as insufficient. Meanwhile, po- political battles continued to rage over issues including whether to shift funding from police to social service. And community organizations and whether to pass major legislation on overhauling law enforcement. In his uh, speech before the joint session of Congress, coming up April 28th, Joe Biden plans to bring up police reform. Now what exactly that's going to entail, God only knows. All right, to start us off tonight, Gunslinger, we'll start with you, and then I'll go to Mike. But in between that, if there's any comments in between you guys, if there's any comments from uh, Cherokee Rose, uh, I will, I will, of course, bring her comments up. Uh, in between Gunslinger and Mike and vice versa. So, Gunslinger, go ahead.
3: Well, you know, <clears throat> just like we've said, you're never going to satisfy everybody. The, it, it, whether he was found guilty or whether he wasn't found guilty, they're going to write because they're stupid. Keep saying these people are stupid. okay? You know, when you go out there and burn your own neighborhood down, that that shows pretty low intelligence. Really does. What proof? Well, what did you do? Oh, I burned my neighborhood down. Oh, well, you're a smart motherfucker, ain't you? (laughs) Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. So you know, it's I don't know. It's you're not going to cure stupid, as I've always said. Uh, there would have been rights, whether, like I said, whether he was found guilty or not. It doesn't matter at this point. Uh, my opinion, I hope they burn the city down. They get what they deserve. If you're going to be that stupid and you want to go out there and burn your own community down that you work and shop and eat and all this good and great and wonderful things at, almost on a daily basis, <laughs> yeah, well. Go, they're gonna say go, go knock you out and go knock yourself out son got my condolences you'll regret it but they don't care these people that are doing this you know you ought to have seen some of the some of the comments and some of the videos and some of the stuff I've seen on Facebook these people are fucking sick they're crazy they're delusional <laughs> okay Wanting to defund the police and get rid of the police like that, you know, that uh, cloth person, uh, you know who I'm talking about, hint, hint, wink, wink, wants to defund and get rid of the police. (laughs) That right there, I'm telling you, and I said it before, the flea on my dog's ass out here in the backyard has more fucking brains than that idiot ever had defund the police are you serious yeah well yeah but just think about this let's get rid of the fucking police okay let's get rid of the motherfuckers them people that carry a gun and protect people and um you know deliver babies on the side of the road uh and come to your aid when uh, this big savage beast is about to beat the fucking shit out of you or um, breaking into your house or, you know, <clears throat> you know, robbing people and raping people and all this shit. Let's see how it goes without the police. It's not going to be a pretty flight. I guarantee you that it's not going to be very pretty. Okay. Because what will happen will be vigilantism because there would be no cops there to stop that, which would be true, which would be the only thing that would, that would be the next, if you got rid of the police, you would have vigilante groups, okay? And you think the police is bad? <laughs> these people would really go after them, these some bitches. So these people would be calling nine one one. Beep 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 beep. Nobody home. Now what are you going to do? Wouldn't that, I mean, think about that. I mean, would that not be a fucking hell of a shock if you could look at yourself in the mirror when you pick up your phone and, and dial 911 and all you hear is a beep, 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 or this service is no longer in service? Please try your call again later. Thank you. You'd probably be fucking faint, wouldn't you? Yep. I wouldn't faint because I got my peacekeeper on my side, okay, called a gun. I'm called a gunslinger because the gun is a peacekeeper. Always has been, always will be. Okay. That's what made this country. God, guns and guts. Okay. And without them, the country will cease to exist. I mean, boy, you think it's bad now? Oh boy. So whether you like the cops or whether you don't, then there are good ones. (laughs) No doubt. Absolutely. But there's bad ones too. Just like in anything. But, you know, let that shift around in your mind for a minute. <laughs>
1: Go ahead. Well, Cherokee Rose, uh, watching us on uh, Twitch.tv, said, "You can, can you imagine being a police officer in some of these places? Couldn't blame them if they quit. And, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if... If they, if not quit first, pull that um, what what do they what do they call it when they when a mass number of uh, of officers call in sick the blue flu. I wouldn't be surprised if that happened in some of these major cities where where rioting and looting and stuff is going going on. It wouldn't surprise me in the least. As a last resort quitting the force but let's bear in mind these men and women in, of law enforcement have families okay so quitting might not be an option but they certainly they certainly would look at things you know carefully they certainly would look at things very carefully <clears throat> Mike you're next
0: Before I start, did you check out, uh, in the Mixler chat room, did you check out my nickname for your esteemed governor?
1: Yes, I did. Uh, let me go back <laughs> to that real quick. Uh, and, um, <laughs> you folks, you're going to love this. For Governor Andrew Cuomo of the state of New York, Mike said, Andrew Cuomo equal equals monkey tits. Good one for Mike. All right. Thank you. (laughs) I'm telling you that was. I like that. That was a good one. Um. But anyway, Mike, go ahead. Your thoughts on this story?
0: Okay, we're talking about what will probably happen or might happen because of this idiot Maxine Waters. Oh, and by the way, this is the same Maxine Waters that said, if you see anybody from the Trump administration in a restaurant or a store, you go and you confront them. You know, this is is the same woman, all right? Now, let's give the people a little bit of a little bit of law enforcement history and and what happened way back when out in the old west when law enforcers were few and far between what would happen when you know when you didn't have a sheriff or or a marshal or whatever and and you needed justice well they would they would form these things called vigilance committees that which comes from vigil, which led to vigilantism, but, and they go and find these guys and string them up and give them justice. Right. So that's what, and I agree with him. I agree with gun. The, you know, you're not got, you're defunding the police. All right, fine. Well, you're going to call 911 to get somebody, over there that's burning down your business or whatever, or burning down your house or home invasion. And what's going to happen? Well, you, you might get somebody to answer the phone, but they're going to say, well, we don't have, we're not getting paid, so we're not coming, you know? Yeah, you might you very, very very well might have the blue flu happen, you know? But would probably what happened before that is, like I said, oh, yeah, you might get somebody on on, on the phones, some operator from 911 on the phone, but they're going to slow play getting there. They're not going to want to put their lives on the line but, and for a little pay and all that stuff. So it's like, okay, and... If they're not gonna do it then you're gonna see and you're trying you're trying to get rid of the guns, well that's that's not gonna stop people from having guns because oh yeah, you may very well try and take away the right of the, the two way right from people. Well what's gonna happen is you're gonna be creating a black market and these guys these guys that have the guns that can get the guns, still get the guns, through dubious means, will sell the guns to people that would normally be, you know, law, law-abiding people, and they, they will have the guns, and then murders are going to go up, and, and shootings are going to go up, and all that stuff, and that's all due to the fact of, oh, we're going to get rid of the police, and we're going to get rid... Try and take away your gun rights. And we're going to do all this crap. Oh, and we're going to allow riders to ride without impunity, right? Oh, yeah, now we're, we're moving from downtown to the suburbs. And we're going to let them go after residences and neighborhoods and, you know, and all this stuff, you know. And so... That, that's what I mean I, 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 all I can say is that's what's gonna probably gonna end up happening and and those people are gonna be shooting these people and it's it's not gonna be anything pretty, you know. And oh sure they may they may try to go after the residents that do the shooting. Uh yeah, right. If you're not, you're, they're going to make the argument, well, you're you're allowing these people to riot, and if they even get arrested, you'll turn back around and let them go without even bail and, you know, court date and all this stuff. Well, why not me? You know, why not, you know, they come to my house and they shoot and, and they try to break in, and I shoot them, and I kill them. Why should I be allowed to kill them? You know. Back to you, George.
1: Well, see that, and that's the one thing that that that, that kind of that, that that really bothers me about this whole situation. If the if the if the Democrats are successful in some way, shape, or form of <clears throat> further. Curtailing legal gun owners' rights uh, and making it next to impossible for us to be gun owners, uh, what, what what are we faced with? We're faced with a very bad situation. Because if if the police are defunded, and I think and I think this is the one thing that most people aren't looking at, if the police are defunded and the Democrats are successful at further curbing our gun rights infringing on our second amendment rights uh with impunity what's going to end up happening is now you talked about uh creating a black market there is already a black market uh for buying guns on the streets i've talked about this countless times on this broadcast i've said it where if you're if you're if you're a criminal and you're looking to buy a handgun and stuff. You're going to you're going to find out where they're selling illegal weapons. Okay, they're going to be able to get their hands on it without going through the background checks, without uh, any kind of uh, without any without anything that we legal gun owners have to go through. We have to jump through hoops. When I bought my rifle, I had to submit. Um, I, believe the for, I believe the form number is forty-four seventy-seven. Think I haven't looked at the form in a long time, so I I, I got a I, I've got a copy of it in my file cabinet here somewhere. I'll have to look at I'll have to look and see where it is. Uh, maybe I'll do that in a few minutes. I'll. Uh, kind of put this the slide view up and I'll dig into my file cabinet because it's not that that hard to find uh, but the thing is we have to i had to submit that form wait about five minutes maybe ten at the most and got told i was I, I was good to go i was a I was able to buy the um, 22 long rifle that I have but I'm a I'm a law abiding citizen. I I believe in the rule in the rule of law. I believe that you know if you do the right thing the right thing will happen. But the democrats don't give a shit about that at all. Okay? Now one of the comments that Cherokee Rose made uh here is I think you know in regards to in regards to uh, I believe uh what the what what the the democrats want. Uh, Is she said, I think that's what they want the police to quit so they can create a federal police force. Obama talked about this in 2007 or 2008. I remember him bringing up that, but there are federal law enforcement, uh, there's federal law enforcement out there. You've got the US Marshals, okay, which have jurisdiction in all 50 states. All right, you've got the FBI. Same thing. They've got fe- they got federal jurisdiction in all fifty states. Okay, um, but what I what I what I fear is by declawing, for lack of a better way of putting it, the law abiding legal gun owners, you're creating a, a buyer's market. In, in the black market for the criminals. You're making it even easier for them. So at the end of the day, what, what, what do we have? Lawlessness in our streets, no police, and innocent bystanders, innocent people that are going to end up becoming victims of assault or worse. Okay. And Cherokee Rose even said, that's right, criminals will still have guns. And that's and that is so true. I've said this countless times, and it bears repeating. That if you're um you know when it comes right down to it, um you want to stop the gun violence? Stop taking it out on on on, on we the the law abiding legal gun owners Stop taking it out on us We're not the ones committing the the gun violence We're not the ones committing to mass shootings. It's the criminal element that's out there. so you want to stop gun violence put fun, don't defund the police. Fund the police further by Earmarking money for task forces to go after these black market sales. You want to you want to really put a, a dent in the in, in gun violence. That's the way to go about it. But you see, politicians, regardless of which side of the aisle they're on, don't think of this stuff. They don't think about about that at all. Now I noticed Gunslinger dropped and he, and he's back and. Uh, you know, I want to ask a question here of both of, uh, of my callers, guys. Is what I'm saying in regards to uh, funding police task forces to combat the black market sales of illegal uh, illegal handguns and stuff? It, it does is is that sensible? Is that logical? Because I mean, I don't want to think, I don't want to feel like I'm the only person that, that believes that to be the case. So wh- at what point do you, do you, does that sound like something that, that they should be doing rather than stripping legal gun owners of their second amendment rights? All right. I started with gunslinger before, but yeah. I want to start with Mike first and then I'll go to gunslinger. Mike, go ahead.
0: I think that's I think that's the goal. I mean, I mean, we talked about it before that if they pass these gun laws and the sheriffs in the respective
3: states
0: and the expect you know the bigger city police and the county slash parish sheriffs and you know in in the case of Texas the state and Louisiana the state police and in uh, in the case of Texas even even to some extent the, uh, the Texas Rangers, you know, are going to go, they want them to, they would want them to go door to door and get the guns. Right. Well, one, they're not going to have a lot of these smaller, you know, like sheriff's departments aren't going to have the, you know, aren't going to have the, the wherewithal of the, the money to do that, you know? So that's, that's what you're talking about here is the federal government giving these some of these state uh, sheriffs and state police officer uh, police things and the 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 ability to the the funding and the manpower and stuff to to go do this stuff right so but will they do it will these people do it now I'm not sure You know, I'm not sure if they will or not, but that's that's what they want to do, and that's that's the whole thing. We when he said, when Obama said, I want a police force that's just as well armed and well trained and stuff as the military, right? In other words, why didn't he just say he wants a bunch of military police? You know, because that's basically what he's talking about, right? The, the MP. Well, you know, well, Mike, uh, let, so let me, let me uh, interrupt
1: you for a second. Uh, I, I, what he's talking about is federal law enforcement, similar to military police, but not, not actually military police. Okay? But right. it, 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 they're going to have the same mandate as a military police officer would, except it would be on a civilian level.
0: <clears throat> so so i mean really i, I still maintain this you, you they want to try and crack down on the illegal gun sales and stuff these guys that well we're gonna sell you a gun out we're gonna start selling guns out of the back of a van right of a van or something and you know you're not gonna to have to go through the knicks or uh you're not going to have to – they're not going to – they're criminals. They're not going to send your name through, you know, Nix and stuff like that to, oh, register your gun. They're just going to sell you the damn gun, right? You know? And so, so that's my thing. My thing is that right now, the way it is right now, when you go to your gun salesman, uh, your gun store or a gun show or whatever, and you go, okay, I'm going to buy a gun. Okay, they'll say, uh, you got to decide, you got to do this, do this, and then we're going to send your name into the government and see if you have any things about you, you know, and they'll, you have to wait two weeks or whatever it is and then come get your gun. Well, that's not, a, that's not how the black market works. And that's where I think that's where we're If they do this stuff, that's where we're headed. We're headed to major black market major people uh, criminals selling major the people selling these guns out of man and and all that stuff so that's what if if they keep going on like they are that's where we had it and they're not gonna like that because then even if they do say okay they do pass these gun laws which are wildly unconstitutional but Let's just say, for the sake of argument, they pass the gun laws, and nobody fights it, or there's a minim, very minimal fight against them. And so they pass them. And oh, your neighbor comes up and says, "George here has a pistol, you know, in his house that he shouldn't have." And you're gonna say, George is gonna say, "Come on over and see," and he's or whatever, and George can then. Because, because this pistol is not registered, you know, the way it should be, George is going to say, well, I don't have a pistol. Find it. You know? You know, that's, that's, what, that's what's going to happen on a wholesale level around around the country if this stuff happens because, because they're not registered, because they didn't go through mixed, because they didn't go through the normal processes that you go through, that you, the normal legal processes you have to go through when you go in and buy a gun, right? So that's what's going to happen. That's, that's how the black market is going to work because they're stupid enough to try this and stupid enough to try and go door to door to get the guns. <clears throat> Tell me I'm wrong
1: well here's okay here's the deal okay I just went and got this out of my uh, file cabinet folks I'm showing this on the screen this is the form that I had to fill out when I bought my AR for my AR 722 caliber long rifle it's called the ATF e form 4473 now this 4473 you have to fill one of these out each time you you purchase a firearm because they have to do that it has to go through the nics system okay now when i fill this sucker out and i have one here that is partially filled out it's got my name on it place of birth height the only thing that's missing is the weight because my weight fluctuates obviously uh, my gen, the, the gender, and uh, the fact that I'm not Hispanic or Latino, and so forth. The only thing that's missing is my address, because obviously my address has changed since I I bought the weapon initially, because I was living in a different place. Same town, same same city, state, and zip, but different place. Okay, and in this folder with the 4473 is the receipt for the weapon that I purchased. Now, anyone buying a firearm legally, like I did, okay, is going to ha- is going to is going to be you filling out one of these forms, the 4473. Okay? I sug- I strongly encourage that you have a Print it. A a a a. You 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 scan. If you have the ability to scan it in your in your computer, the actual receipt you get from the gun store. Print out a copy of it, place it with a copy of the 4473, like I have here, and keep it in a in your file cabinet if you have a file cabinet. If you don't get one. There's, it makes makes for great budget budgeting and everything else because i got everything in my file cabinet all my receipts for 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 what i purchase receipts for my rent electric so forth and i keep everything nice and neat and i even put on the on the folder what what is contained in here now the reason i do that is because i want a physical record of, on, on hand not that I have to show it to anybody but I like to have a physical copy of of everything I have the bottom line is when you talk about when we talk about the uh the black market okay this is something that that, that the Democrats don't even think about they want to put that assault weapons ban back up Okay, and, 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 ha- and more, than, more than 90% of the Democrats don't know, don't know what a real assault weapon is. Okay? But a lot of these mass shootings, a lot of this gun violence that's going on out there is not committed with AR-15s or AK-47s. They're committed with handguns in most cases. So you want so Democrats you want to, you want to do something about the guns and the gun violence, go after the black market gun sales. Leave us legal gun owners alone because these criminals don't obey the law. That's why they're criminals, and they're buying on the black market. and if you're willing to let that slide, if you're not willing to help the police with extra funding they can put manpower on the streets to go after the black market sales and all you're willing to do is defund the police, then you're doing the American people the, the greatest disservice in the history of this country. Gunslinger, talk to me.
0: <clears throat> well,
3: it's a half and half. Okay. Yeah you can't really have a, a cop standing next to you for every person in this country. You can't, in other words, you can't have a police state. Okay. That's not a good thing. That's a very bad thing. In fact, because when you have, when you let these people like that, give them a little bit of, You know, toys and stuff. They'll they'll take them. They'll they'll go. They'll go for ten miles. You may only want them to go for a half a mile, but they'll take ten miles. Okay, it's always happened. Look at that. uh, That that what was that bomber? That shooter? That uh, they finally found in a guy's boat, hiding in a guy's boat. What was it? Three four years ago. You remember those those pictures? They were actually pulling people out of their houses at gunpoint. Okay, the cops regular old cops. Okay. One particular picture that I stands out was this, was this cop with a crazed look on his face. That was in one of them armored personnel carriers up there on the top where the gun turn is like, fuck with me, motherfucker. And I'm going to blow your fucking head off. You can't have that. That is a police state. And in that case, the the cops didn't even find the fucking guy. The homeowner did. He followed a trail of blood, and it led to the tarp that was over his boat. So the cops didn't even fucking find this guy. Well, oh, they had a massive manhunt. Yeah, okay, sure. All right. But it came down to the private citizen to finding this guy, this bomber or shooter or whatever it was. Okay? So you cannot have more police out there. I mean, do you say you go out and, and you get you wanna fund all the police and have more police and everything and you get a traffic ticket and they say, uh, Mr. Sensor, you need to appear in court on Monday the sixteenth and Monday morning comes out and you got a goddamn SWAT team waiting outside your door. Uh mister Sensor, you will come with us now. Right now. I don't care if you're half naked, you're gonna come with us right now for a stupid traffic ticket. Is that what you want? That's a police state. We, you can't have that, and especially when they start dressing and acting like soldiers in war. Yes, it is a war out there. There's no doubt about that. Okay, I mean there's some, you know, but if you will let the police that uh, that's out there right now take a take a, take their foot off their neck, basically, okay, and let them go after these motherfuckers especially these gang members and all this shit. I mean, what is a, what, what purpose does a gang unit do if they don't go after the gangs and eliminate them? To me, they're worthless. There's still gangs in Dallas, in New York, Chicago, LA, all the major cities still have these motherfuckers. They got goddamn gang units out the ass. Have they, have they got rid of them? Nope. Would more money and more cops get rid of them? No. Okay. (laughs) As crazy as it sounds, no, it won't. Uh, You got to enforce the laws that are on there. Like I said, we don't need any more gun laws. We got plenty of the motherfuckers on the books right now. We don't need any more gun laws. Okay. None. Not a fucking one of them. Except what them fucking idiots up there want in Washington to deceive us wants to fucking scrab down our fucking throat. Okay. But you cannot do that. You cannot have a cop standing by you 24 hours a day. That's a nanny state and that's a police state. The only one, what have I said a zillion times now, probably? Who is the best protector of you? Go look in the mirror. Go look in the mirror right now. You are the best protector of you. Even if you have to fucking carry a gun. Whatever it takes, but you know, if unless you're a pansy pussy motherfucker, that oh I'm gonna oh uh, I'm gonna call nine one one blah blah blah. Well, how long does it take to pull a trigger versus calling nine one one? If you call nine one one right now for an emergency, well, they may be there in ten minutes. How long does it take to fucking pull a trigger on a gun? A heartbeat. Now, if y'all can't see the difference between that, and I'm talking about the listeners out there. Then you better go back to school because you missed something. Go ahead.
1: Well, basically, what I what I was what I was asking in regards to is the uh, you know going after these black market sales. The 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 Democrats are talking about defunding police all
2: the time, right? They keep calling into law enforcement.
1: And let these law enforcement agencies put together a task force to go after the the black market sales, okay, the black market sales out there on our streets. okay? It's not a question of adding more police per se, but it's all it's a question of, what which is more of a priority which would be which would be which would be more beneficial to stop gun violence adding more laws to the books and glutting the system with more laws that the only people that are going to follow them are the are the people who are legal gun owners or would it be better to take that money and turn around and say okay here's 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 what we need to do Take this, okay, take this money, spread it out to law enforcement, and tell law enforcement, okay, we want to stop the gun violence, but the only way we're going to be able to get a start on that and make a dent is turn around and go and... uh, Just turn around and, you know, put your task force together and have that task force go after the black market sales, the illegal sale of guns on our streets. Because at the end of the day, the only way you're going you're gonna to even start to make a dent in, in, in all of the gun violence that's happening on our streets is to go after the illegal gun sales, the black market sales. So defunding the police is not going to solve the problem. Putting more gun laws on the books is not going to solve the problem. So get it together, people. I mean it's it's common sense. You know? I mean that would make better sense to me than go than than to put a bill like HR one twenty seven, which would require someone like Gunslinger who owns a three fifty seven Magnum and having to get an eight hundred dollar insurance policy for that three fifty seven. And if he owns a nine millimeter, put eight hundred, put an eight hundred dollar rider, rider on that one. So there's sixteen hundred dollars for two handguns. If he owns a third handgun, there's another eight hundred dollars, and so forth, making it next to impossible for a person to to legally own a gun. Okay. the 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 sad reality is. That HR 127 is only only going to hurt we, the legal gun owners. It's not going to hurt the criminals because the criminals can go to the black market and say, I want a nine millimeter Glock, I want a nine millimeter Beretta, give me a 357 Magnum and uh, about 5,000 rounds for each. (coughs) And they don't have to go through the, the hoops that we go through because they're criminals. They are buying guns illegally. And that's where a lot of these uh, situations of gun violence are coming from. So, I mean, it's it's not rocket science. It's really not rocket science. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, those of you watching on the video platforms, for some odd reason, we've been experiencing some Uh, some some dropping moments in our video feeds. All of my video feeds kept going up and down like a damn yo-yo, and I don't know why. But they're up and running now, so hopefully everything's cool and copacetic. And hopefully it stays that way. And I apologize for the interruptions, but it is what it is. I have no control over that. So, basically, that's, that's, the, that's what I see as the best viable solution. But when we're, ta- when we're talking about Democrats doing this, not just Republicans, but because the Democrats have a six- or seven-seat majority in the Congress, and, of course, with Cameltoe being the deciding vote in the Senate, There's no way of knowing what to expect. Now, of course, H.R. 127 may not pass in the Senate. Unless they do that uh, reconciliation crap like they did on on a previous bill not too long ago. But we'll see what happens. All right, guys, I want to move this along here.
0: Uh, George, huh? What I was talking about earlier is, and uh, with the illegal gun stuff was, down, the HR one twenty seven would turn legal gun owners into e- illegal gun owners. That's what because, I just said. Oh, you're gonna make me! You're gonna make me spend eight hundred dollars for a three fifty seven, eight hundred dollars for a Veretta, eight hundred dollars for a nine millimeter, eight hundred dollars for I don't know. Uh, take your pick. Eight hundred dollars for each well, handgun. What do for each handgun. So what they're going to do with these guys who want to own handguns are going to do that would be legal gun owners. But you're going to do this to me. They're going to turn the legal gun owners into illegal gun owners. That's what's going to happen. You know. I mean, they pay for that that much money. money and i still want to own a gun that pistol or multiple pistols right and you're going to make me pay that money well if i if i can find a way not to pay that money i'm going to do it right so that's what's going to happen they're going to turn legal gun owners what would be legal gun owners into illegal gun owners and the black market is going to explode
1: Well, unfortunately that's the uh, th- that's the unfortunate reality, Mike. I mean, and that's what I was talking about. That's what I said before. These gun laws are gonna turn legal gun owners into criminals. And that's what the Democrats want. Because they don't want us having guns, period. But they think that by adding new, uh, new laws to the books, that's going to curb gun violence. What I said here tonight and what I continue to say is it's not going to solve the problem. It's only going to make things worse because gun violence is still going to happen. You tie the hands of the legal gun owners with all, this, with all these new anti-gun laws, and the only thing you're doing is infringing on our Second Amendment rights and making us into criminals. So by putting money into law enforcement so they can put, task, uh, put a task force together to go after the black market sales, as it should be, the Democrats want to defund the police and castrate the legal gun owners. All right, so let's move this, this puppy along here. I've got some audio clips that I want to put out there for, for discussion. And the first one I'm going to go to, because this affects where Cherokee Rose is, apparently Democrat groups are trying to obstruct the Arizona election audit. Now check this out, guys. You're to, I, I I could not believe my ears when I heard this. Uh, all right, here goes.
4: The Arizona election audit is primed to begin this month, 126 days after the Senate first issued a subpoena. The audit has largely remained a nonpartisan effort. But it's garnered a lot of obstruction from Democrat nonprofit groups aiming to stall or stop the process. Here's Christina Bob with more. Despite the opposition coming from Democrats, the Arizona Senate remains committed to its efforts of a full and complete forensic audit. President of the Senate, Karen Fan has remained resolute in her position that she will allow the citizens of Arizona to know whether their elections are fair or whether they need improvement. Just weeks after announcing the auditors, Democrat groups have hired lawyers to resist the Senate's efforts at an audit and threatened litigation. Things are heating up in Phoenix as the launch day for the audit approaches before the end of April. With so many attacks coming from the left, many have wondered whether Republicans or the RNC would step up and assist getting the audit completed. I spoke with a senior official at the RNC who confirmed the RNC is monitoring the situation closely. The Arizona Senate is running the audit and has no indication that the Senate is in need of assistance at this point in time. If any specific need from the RNC should arise, they are standing by to assist as appropriate. I'm Christina Bob, One America News, Washington.
1: All right. So these 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 Democrat groups are trying to uh, put a stop to the Arizona election audit and I'm sorry but you know what are you what what's the matter uh, Democrats? are you that afraid that it's that more evidence is going to be uncovered that you broke election laws? So this is why I said, you know, they're not going to that's why I, I I stand by my gut feeling that this that, that they're not going to that, that they're too scared to try this again. So now they're trying to they're 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 challenge they're trying to obstruct the uh, the audit in Arizona and I say let them do the audit. Let them do the election audit because now Democrat groups are starting to run scared because more evidence may be revealed. And if that happens, it's like cutting the head off a snake. All right, Gunslinger, starting with you. You heard the clip. What do you think?
3: Well, yeah, you know, yeah, they should. They should do, you know, every type of investigation that they could or that they can. Yeah. Uh, what good is it going to do? We'll see. Is it going to reverse anything? No. It's not going to reverse anything. It'll just only prove what well, we've always known all along that the dumb folks stole the election. We know they did. And again, and this is worth repeating. Unless they have their hands spanked this time, or even in 2020, spank their fucking hands, they know that they have gotten away with it. And when, you ha- when you're when you a criminal and you rob a place and you don't get shot or your fucking hand spanked for robbing this place, you think in your mind... Well look at me, look how special I am, motherfucker. I robbed this place and I did this and I raped and I pillaged and I plundered and all that shit and nobody said nothing. I'm gonna do it again, baby. Cause I got away with it this time, so that means I'm gonna get away with it next time because I'm a smart criminal. Actually there's no smart criminals, but because <laughs> of their because of their delusionalism, okay, they think that they are they think that they're God. They think they are invincible. So if they did it once, they didn't get spanked, they're going to say, ha, look what we did over here, guys. We're going to do it again because nobody said anything. If they would have spanked their hands, then then they would have said, uh-oh, we got our hands spanked. We better not do this in 2024 or whatever, okay? But since they have – nobody said anything, the fucking pussies up there, the fucking Supreme Court, they're a bunch of goddamn traitors – they had not done shit, didn't do shit. So, yeah, it's it's, it's a free-for-all. Of course they're going to try it again. How do you discipline a child, people? You spank their ass. Did your daddy not take you out behind the woodshed when you did something wrong and spanked your ass? Did you do it again? I know I didn't. <laughs> I know about you, but I didn't. It's the same thing with these people, with these Democrats. That stole the election. Nobody took them out behind the fucking woodshed and paddled their ass. So unless they got their ass paddled, they'll do it again because they got no discipline. Go ahead.
1: Well, I, I respectfully disagree as far as them trying it again. They'd, they'd be fools to do it again. <laughs> they've, they've, the, the evidence has been is out there. It's been seen. The American people are aware of it. And if Arizona's audit proves even even more tampering, guess what? The Democrats are going to sit there and go, well, fuck that shit. <laughs> we, we got away with it once, but now <laughs> we, we ain't going to get away with that shit again. We'll just have to try something else. What else are they going to try? There's nothing else they can try. Mike?
0: I I agree with John. I mean look, they didn't get their asses paddled. They didn't get it paddled. I mean and and we what what did they always what have they always said about, you know, all the stuff all the evidence that Mike Lindell and all that, that was out there? Oh, it doesn't count because it wasn't brought up in a court of law. Right? So you know... Of course, the law is aren't hearing the evidence or don't want to hear the evidence, that for you? you know, w- then what? You know, th- that's going to say, well, we got away with it. I mean, it's, it's the whole Scooby-Doo thing, right? At the end of every episode of Scooby-Doo, what did the guy, ultimately, when the guy got caught, what did he always, always say? I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for the meddling kids, you know. That's what he said. Basically, the Scooby-Doo gang was the guys that would take these guys out behind the woodshed and catch them and paddle them, you know, to prove who they were and what they were. That's what needs to happen to these guys. Like Gunn said, they need to be taken behind the woodshed and paddled and probably... Have maybe even cane for that matter, but that's that's just me. I, I I want to take it to an extreme, maybe, but that's just me. They maybe they need to do what they do in Indonesia and all these places when people break the law, you know, and cane them. But that's that that's just me, you know. But anyway, yeah, they need to be paddled. And they need to, uh, uh, and that's, uh, I guarantee you. When, when they're talking about stopping Arizona from doing this audit, they they fear what's going to come out from that audit, and they fear that if that audit comes out the way we think it's going to come out, that that's going to be the start of the paddling. That's why they're that's why they're trying to stop this audit in Cal in uh in in Arizona, right?
1: Yeah, I, I think that, you know. Uh, I, I firmly believe this is going to be the catalyst for that for that 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 whooping that the, the Democrats are going to get. That's why I I I I my I stick with this 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 gut feeling I've got that they're not going to try this again because if, if if it comes out in the wash that that more shenanigans went on in Arizona, well guess what, they're going to be like fuck. We are screwed if we try to do this again. But you know, time will tell. We'll, you know, it's just it's wait and see at this point. Okay, now for another clip, another item for tonight. <sighs> like, 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 like. Now, <laughs> you think that's something? Permanent mask mandates and forced vaccines. Tommy Laren brought this up recently in <clears throat> her, in her final thoughts. I want you to listen to what Tommy Laren said about this, and uh, trust me, it'll be interesting. So let me switch over to it.
2: The state of Oregon considers a permanent mask mandate and yet another major university announces a vaccine requirement to return to campus. Over a year later, freedom isn't coming back, folks. And I have some final thoughts. Never ending face diapers and vaccine requirements. That is the new normal these COVID tyrants want us to just get used to. First up, the godforsaken and Antifa-infested state of Oregon. Now, while other free states run by Republicans are wisely easing COVID restrictions and lifting face diaper mandates, Oregon is instead looking into making them a permanent face fixture until Democrat tyrants and unelected health officials deem them no longer necessary. But it turns out even the woke residents of Oregon aren't too happy about this abuse of power. The state's Department of Occupational Health and Safety has received a record number of public comments and complaints. Nearly 60,000 signed a petition against the measure. These folks are angry and rightfully so that these government bureaucrats in largely unelected positions are considering this permanent measure without guidance on what no longer necessary entails. How low do COVID cases have to go? What population percentage would need to be vaccinated? What are these infringements based on? Who the heck knows? That's the thing about COVID mandate tyranny. The goalposts are invisible, so these so-called leaders get to move them at their will. And again, if masks work, why do people need to be vaccinated? Or better yet, if the vaccine works, why do we need masks? There's a circular logic of nonsensical BS at play here, and it's time we jump off that merry-go-round from hell. And it doesn't end with Oregon either. California and California schools and universities are just as tyrannical and stupid. The University of San Diego now joins a list of schools who are now mandating students be fully vaccinated in order to live on campus and or resume in-person learning. They are still paying an arm and a leg for, mind you. But let me guess, vaccinated students will still be required to wear masks, right? Makes total sense if you're a Democrat, that is. Oh, but the Democratic COVID tyrants and their woke institutions still label we, the rightfully skeptical conservatives, as conspiracy theorists when we say, like we've been saying all along, that this pandemic is being used as an excuse to limit our rights and freedoms. And now the only way we will maybe get some of them back is to go along with the ever-increasing list of mandates these tyrants keep heaping on. They dangle it all like a carrot in our faces to force-feed compliance, and we sit here and eat it up every dang time. Listen, we gave away our rights and freedoms in the flimsy hope the almighty government could protect us from a virus that research proves the vast majority recover from. So why are any of us surprised those rights and freedoms aren't being restored? We allowed it. And now, over a year later, here we are still living like sheep, waiting for our elected and unelected tyrant leaders to allow us to return to normal. It's been over a year, a year of living a life we are giving away. How much more time are we willing to lose living this way in the name of a virus that the vast majority of people recover from even before the vaccines? At what point do we say enough? At what point do we wake up? ask yourselves that very important question. Those are my final thoughts from Nashville. <clears throat> God bless and take. Wow.
1: This this gal has more passion in everything she brings up than Carter's got liver pills in a bottle. And I and my hat's off I'm not my hat's off to her because this 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 incredible young woman said it so eloquently. <coughs> All right, guys, you heard what she said. Uh, Gunslinger, I think I, I think you were last up, so you, I think you're first up.
3: Well, <laughs> you think that these people are going to go along with wearing these goddamn diapers on your fucking face permanently? <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Okay, really? <laughs> I mean, I'll believe in Santa Claus before I'll believe that bullshit. Okay. This, you know, these people have gone off the deep end, and I've always said, they have blown this shit out of proportion. <laughs> Way the fuck out of proportion. The virus, Yes. Uh, absolutely. Has it killed people? Yes. Flu kills people every fucking year, in excess of fifty to sixty thousand people a year, just in the United States alone. There, you know, <clears throat> there's people that die every day of different ailments. <clears throat> okay. Gunshots. Okay. Murder suicides. I guess they're all going to be low, labeled as COVID nineteen now. Well, oh, wait a minute. They are wait they already doing it, okay? So that proves to you right there that there's something rotten in Denmark. <clears throat> the the face mask doesn't really do anything, okay? Because you, it's been demonstrated on YouTube countless, it's been demonstrated on Facebook countless times. Okay? You put in a one mask or two masks, it doesn't matter. You go outside in the cold weather and you breathe out, and you see all that white vapor come out from the edges. That's not doing you no good. Dump, say it. If you really wanted to be 100% protected, and I've said it before, you'd have to wear a scuba outfit every fucking day. A astronaut suit. every day fuck, well, not every day, but 24 hours a day, okay? Because that's the only way that you would be protected, 100% protected against anything, not much less COVID-19, okay? So the face mask is just a, it's just more of a dictatorship because you know the Democrats are fucking power hungry. They're tyrants. Can I see your papers, please? If you don't shoot, if you don't show them to you, they may shoot your ass. Oh, wait a minute! Sometimes they do. <laughs> so you see where this is going? The the mask does nothing, and that and that doctor quack, Fuchie Fauci, whatever his fucked up name is, he's a fucking quack, and he ought to be disbarred from the medical association. Okay, now you need one. Now you don't. Now you need one. Now you don't. Oh yes, this, this black, white, Santa Claus, Tooth Fairy. Oh yeah, right, really? I mean, <laughs> and for these vaccination cards, fuck them. Without Vaseline, T- the state of Texas Governor Abbott, by executive order, said there will be none of that shit down here in Texas. No, we're not putting up with that bullshit. No, it doesn't do any good. Okay. That's what people can't get through their fucking head. It doesn't do any good. It can, the virus could go into your ear. It could go into your eyes, okay, if you're exposed to that shit. So what what good does a face mask do? None. It's just there to say, You will do it or we'll take you to jail or we'll fine you or we'll spank your we'll spank your butt if you don't um, do as we say. Okay, they can't do this shit. Okay, people is fixing to rebel, and when they rebel, it ain't gonna be a very pretty sight. Go ahead.
1: Well, recently I I picked up this uh, for those of you watching on the cameras. It's a it's it's one of those uh, things you pull over your head and pull up over your face. It's. it's 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 basically like like wearing a scarf kind of thing, but it's it's the kind of thing that I can run this under water, wring it out good, and it'll keep my fa- it'll keep me my face and neck cool for up to two hours. But it also is a face covering, all right. Because I got sick and tired of putting a mask on, and every time I go to talk, I end up eating the fucking mask. The only the only beds the only downside to that is when I went to the surgeon's office last week and today, uh, I had to pull it off my face, put on a regular mask because they prefer you wear a regular mask in the in their facility. I was fine with that because it was only for a short time. So once I got outside the building, I took that mask off, stuffed it in my pocket, pulled the thing pulled the other thing back up over my face because I figure, you know, I bought and paid for the damn thing, and it's more comfortable. All right? But Fauci has flip-flopped on the issue of masks so many times. Uh, It's not even funny. I mean, first he says you don't need one. Then he says you need one. Then he says... No, you need two. You got to wear two at a time. The surgeon I was that I that I was dealing with today, okay? She had two masks on. Two. I have a hard enough time wearing one sometimes cuz it makes it difficult to to talk or or even breathe. At least at least with this thing I can breathe. This thing that I bought I can breathe with that, but it's not made of paper, and it's more comfortable. But eventually, I'm going to want to stop having to wear face coverings altogether. Now, Cherokee Rose said, before I go to Mike's comments, Cherokee Rose said in the chat room on Twitch, exactly, masks are worthless, science proves it, and the vaccines are still experimental. Well, everybody kept saying, "Well, people are dying from the vaccines, people are dying from the vaccines. I ain't dead yet. I'm still here yeah i'm still I'm still kicking. in fact, in fact, the only thing that I had the only the only issue I had with it was when I got the shot in my left arm both times. It felt like I got bruised. Beyond that, no uh, side effects, nothing like that. And I'm,
5: <laughs>
1: yeah, okay. So, <laughs> Mike, you heard what Tommy Laren said. Your your thoughts?
0: She's absolutely right. Now, granted, I went, I went. I had to go to my, my neurologist and, you know, he wanted me to go and take a EEG, right? You know, because, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a seizure risk. And he he wants to see, he wants to, see, you, you, you know, you know, the process, you, you, you probably had EEGs, right? Uh, right. Uh, uh, George, you've had that, so so I go to the office, and I say, all right, I, go, I walk in, and I check in, and I'm wearing my mask. Once I check in, I go sit down and wait to go take the test, and I take my mask off, and the ladies at the desk or whatever say nothing to me, nothing, zero, I'm just sitting there waiting to go in and take the test, right? I don't even put the mask back on as I'm going in to take the test. So they don't they 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 just want you there they just want you to wear the mask to prove that you're wearing the mask, you know. So if I okay, if I don't have to wear the mask while I'm in there, why do I have to wear the mask to get in there? That's the problem. And Tommy Lauren is right on that. And God is right, They, the mask don't do a damn thing. I mean, I'm just being nice to wear a mask, you know. Uh, you know oh, you, you, they want you to wear a mask. You're going to see a doctor or whatever, or going to see a technician, you know, that runs the test. They want you to wear a mask, all right, whatever. I'm just being nice on it. I mean, I could be a dick about it and say, no, I'm not going to wear a mask. But then again, they might not. You know, take me in to do the test, right? so but but she's right, she's right. He's mad they don't do a damn thing. and if you notice, yeah, our governor here is a Democrat, but this he's in his second term now, and he is uh, I guess uh, to, for the time being he's term limited out. He can only serve two terms on the road now. Granted, we could sit out a term and come back and serve again, but that's 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 neither here nor there. He hasn't said a plug damn nickel thing about mass mandate mandates of any site, mass mandate. In fact, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. He's a sane Democrat, and Lord knows. We have seen very many of them, not very many of them, around in terms of he hasn't fallen into the trap of, I'm going to do mass mandates. I'm going to do these mandates and stuff. He just said, I'm going to follow the rules that President Trump, you know, the suggestions on opening up that President Trump, you know, did. And that includes getting rid of the mask when I feel like we're able to get rid of the mask and opening up restaurants and all this stuff and not having people wearing masks into the restaurants and all that stuff. Sane, sanity, pragmatism, you know. Unlike California, unlike – and, and that, that, that I think is going to go into the colleges as well. LSU, Tulane, ULL – Etc. Cetera, et cetera, et cetera, all the colleges in Louisiana, right? So it's, it is what it is. At least we have in pockets, in places, sane, pragmatic Democrats, you know, unlike in California and unlike with monkey tits up in uh, New York, you know, <laughs> George,
2: George.
1: <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm. St- I still get a kick out of the nickname you gave Andrew Cuomo, monkey tits.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Governor, I'm, Governor I'm wrong. Monkey No tits. I'm not right, George. Look at what he—he's got pierced nipples with like handlebars on them. Monkey tits. <laughs> no comments. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. I I'm not gonna say nothing to that one. No, no, no. Because I could say I could say something, and oh boy, huh? Yeah, I could say something. Oh boy, could I say something? Jesus. Uh, but I'm gonna avoid doing that in the crowds and make it and make it may get me laughing to the point where I can't do the show any further. <laughs> and that would be a bad thing. <laughs> I'm already laughing to the point where I'm having a hard time talking. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Mike. <laughs> I appreciate the laugh, but I mean, you know. Wow. Right. Uh Okay. Now now I will say this and I want to get to the to the next clip. Um uh, you know, Governor Monkey Tits.
0: Governor Monkey Tits. It's <laughs> he, he's he's a space cadet, he's a Looney Tune. Okay. <laughs>
1: uh He joins Martin the Martian, hmm
3: out there on Mars.
1: He's looking for the Q thirty-four explosive space modulator and all he's getting is Nothing. <laughs>
0: He wants his earth-shattering kaboom.
1: Well, guess what? Governor Monkey Tits is getting an earth-shattering kaboom because he's being hounded over the 15,000-plus seniors that, that he, whose lives he cost last year because of his mandate. There's at least 10 women, if not more, that have come out and accused him of sexual harassment, sexual uh, assault, whatever. I mean... Governor Monkey Tits is a godforsaken. Uh, he's a freaking sexual predator. So you know, eventually they're gonna they're they're gonna impeach his ass. They're going they're they're working on it. They are actually working on it, and I hope they do succeed in impeach this bastard. Get this motherfucker <laughs> out of there. Will it change things here in the state of New York? Probably not right away. Um, Because I I think, uh, I I don't know if it works the same with a governor as it does like with the president. If the governor is impeached, the lieutenant governor steps up. And the lieutenant governor of the state of New York is not exactly wrapped too tight either. She's a little... (laughs) Cuckoo, cuckoo, in the Cocoa Puffs. All right. So, let's see. All right. Tucker Carlson. Okay, Tucker Carlson. In a recent uh, thing, talked about the hostile takeover. I forget exactly what he meant by that, but let's take a listen to Mr. Carlson and see what he has to say.
5: Okay? Things are changing fast, in case you haven't noticed, much too fast, actually. People can't metabolize change at this pace. That's not just Fox News viewers or elderly Republican men, it's this whole species. Human beings are not designed for relentless, abrupt changes to the way they live or the way they think. And for most of human history, They didn't have to deal with those changes because it didn't happen much. Societies evolved slowly. Fourth century France was very much like 14th century France. For a thousand years, most people in France spent their lives following domesticated animals around the field and living in thatched huts. And then in the 1700s, someone perfected the steam engine and nothing was ever the same. Life for average people began to change faster and faster and then exponentially faster. And this continued on, it continues now to the present day, a moment in which nearly every morning you awake to a brand new world. If you're over 40, you may have trouble recognizing your own country, it's just too unfamiliar. Now the self-righteous children on social media don't care to notice this and when they do, they dismiss it, any complaint about change, as bigotry. But it's not bigotry, it's human nature. Abrupt change causes social chaos, always. Human beings develop customs and habits and generational expectations for a reason. It's not random. Continuity is comforting to people. If you eliminate familiar things overnight, societies fracture, populations tend to explode. We've seen that happen. The last industrial revolution in the end provoked armed revolutions. Hundreds of millions of people died. Germany got Hitler, Eastern Europe got Stalinism. Yes, we did wind up with antibiotics in the end. You can thank technology for that, and we do. But we also got genocide and atomic bombs. There's a lesson here. If you're going to change things, go slowly. Choose the incremental over the immediate. Explain yourself as you do it. Reassure people. Acknowledge the reality of evolutionary biology. It is real. Human beings are not born to be machine components. You can't just bang out improved versions of your citizens on a 3D printer. People in real life are complicated and stubborn and hard to control. Even the most open-minded ones get jumpy when suddenly everything's different. Obviously, and you'd think it would be obvious. Wise leaders would know that intuitively. If you're going to have relentless technological change, and apparently we are, you cannot inflict relentless social change and expect your society to survive. Things will fall apart if you do that. That's guaranteed. Yet that is exactly what our leaders are currently doing. They're changing everything whether we like it or not, a new language, new values, new biology, new curricula, new social mores and hiring standards and body types, a brand new national population. And then, because that's still not enough change, a whole new system of government. All of that in three months. What will the consequences of that change, of that revolution be? In your bones, you know the answer. It's terrifying. And it doesn't have to happen. What America needs now more than anything is a pause, a moment to catch our national breath, take stock, assess what just happened, a lot happened, and calmly consider the best way forward. You want unity for the country? We all do, and that might bring us unity. But no, the kaleidoscopic barrage of unending change continues. Yesterday, they informed us, they plan to dismantle the last trusted branch of our government, the Supreme Court. Here's a congressman from New York explaining why they're doing it. His name is Mondare Jones. He's 33 years old. He went to Stanford and Harvard Law School, meaning that in his short life, he has produced essentially nothing. So none of it is real to him. So he's happy to blow it up. Watch. Our democracy is in crisis. The insurrection on January 6th made that clear. This crisis didn't arrive overnight or by accident. The Supreme Court helped bring us here. In fact, the court has been actively dismantling our democracy for years. It gutted the protections of the Voting Rights Act and paved the way for a new era of racist voter suppression. It helped install Donald Trump in the White House, and he returned the favor by appointing more justices who are hostile to our democracy. We, the people, can break the far-right anti-democratic grip on our democracy. We can expand the Supreme Court, and together we can finally restore government by the people instead of government by the powerful. So the Supreme Court did the insurrection of January 6th, the QAnon Court, if you will. Bet you didn't know that. Mondaire Jones didn't know it either, he was just reading what they wrote for him on the card. Who's the they, by the way? That was a slick video didn't make it in his basement, it cost money to make that video, so where'd the money come from? We'd love to know, was it funded by some of the big corporations that have just finished telling us that asking people to show ID when they vote is Jim Crow racism? Possible, we called around today to find out. We asked the CEO of Coca-Cola, James Quincy, and the CEO of Delta, Ed Bastian, longtime head of Amazon, Jeff Bezos, Merck CEO, Ken Frazier. All of those business titans have been happy to weigh in with full force recently on what form of government the rest of us must have. It's their business. It's up to them now. So we wondered what their view was of turning our highest court into a legislative body, of making our last officially nonpartisan institution into something that is openly partisan and therefore trusted by no one. We can only guess what they think about that because they didn't get back to us. Apparently, they're no longer so worried about democracy. Whatever Biden wants, just don't take our money. And they know where Joe Biden stands because a few days ago, the White House formed something called the Presidential Commission on the Supreme Court of the United States. The job of that commission was, we're quoting now, principal arguments in the contemporary debate for and against Supreme Court reform. It's the last phrase that matters. Supreme Court reform. That's not court packing. It's not what FDR did. It's Supreme Court reform. And the White House says, it just wants to study the subject objectively. <laughs> All right. The purpose, obviously, is to signal that court packing now has the endorsement of the Biden White House. At a press conference this afternoon, some of the most powerful Democrats in the Congress made it very clear they've received that message. Some people will say we're packing the court. We're not packing it. We're unpacking it. Senator McConnell and the Republicans packed the court over the last couple of years, as Senator uh, uh, Markey outlined. So this is a, a, a reaction to that. Some people might say we're packing the court. No, we're unpacking it. Woo. Props to the 23-year-old communications aide who thought of that line. That was Jerry Nadler, of course, of New York. He's the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee. Kind of a big job when you're talking about courts. But he wasn't there alone this afternoon. Hank Johnson was there of Georgia. Remember Hank Johnson? He's the congressman slash amateur geologist who once speculated in a committee hearing that the island nation of Guam might capsize due to overpopulation. That's Hank Johnson. He's the best. And Hank Johnson today offered his assessment of how big the Supreme Court should be. But this natural expansion stopped after the Civil War,
3: leaving us today with the historical oddity of 13 Circuit Courts of Appeal and only nine justices. I believe it's
5: time to go back to this tradition and have at least 13
4: justices.
5: Oh, at least, we gotta go back to before the Civil War, says Hank Johnson. It's time to quote, go back to tradition. Really? You wonder what other antebellum traditions Hank Johnson wants to bring back to the United States. Sadly, he didn't tell us. Until now, Hank Johnson's party had us completely convinced that all earlier American traditions were white supremacy. But somehow, the one that isn't is 13 members on the Supreme Court. That's what Hank Johnson just told us. Now, these people are genuinely radical, The good news is they're also stupid. Ed Markey, who served in Congress for like 40 years, stood up and repeated the same line. Only by packing the Supreme Court full of partisan Democrats can we... It's hard to read this. Can we restore the legitimacy of the Supreme Court? And I'm disappointed to say that too many Americans question the court's
1: legitimacy. The consequence is that the rights of all Americans, but especially... uh, People of color, women,
3: and our immigrant communities are at risk. We have a stilted, illegitimate 6-3 conservative majority on the court that has caused this
5: crisis of confidence in our country. Now, First of all, it's kind of hard to take Ed Markey, who's like pushing 100 years old very seriously when he's talking about how we need to empower women and people of color when he's occupying a Senate seat in an overwhelmingly Democratic state. Hey, Ed Markey, why don't you resign this afternoon and give that seat to a female person of color? Oh, you don't want to do that because you're a liar. But the best part was people don't think the court is legitimate, and that's why we need to pack it with Democrats. He was standing in front of a sign that said, expand the court. He wanted you to forget it wasn't that long ago that he was telling us, quote, we need nine. That meant nine justices. Do you remember that? No, they don't want you to remember that. And that's not the only thing they don't want you to remember. When Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, Ed Markey was one of so many Democrats who urged Republicans to respect her dying wish. Quote, Mitch McConnell has steamrolled through a confirmation hearing, going against precedent and against Justice Ginsburg's Ginsburg's dying wish. That's what Ed Markey told us. So even from the grave, Supreme Court justices get to determine who replaces them. But now, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, rest in peace, is no longer useful to people like Ed Markey, so they want you to forget what she herself said about court packing about a year before she died.
2: I have heard that there are some people on the Democratic side who would like to increase the number of Judges, if anything, would make the court appear partisan, it would be that one side saying, when we're in power, we're going to enlarge the number.
5: Now, at the time, it was, I think, a federal law that all Democrats had to agree with Ruth Bader Ginsburg, so Joe Biden did. I would not get in a court packing.
1: We- we
3: had three justices. Next time around, we lose control. They had three justices. We began to lose any credibility for the court has it all.
5: <laughs> we can go on and on. We've got a lot of tape. These are all sound bites we can play you of Democrats telling you, no, 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 we need nine justices. But we're not going to. Brazen hypocrisy is starting to bore us. Yes, they are liars with no principles who will say anything for power. Got it. Now, In real life, the bill that we're talking about may not pass, but the sad thing is it doesn't matter whether or not it does because the damage has already been done. We've just watched people who are paid to care about the country prove that they don't. They'd wreck the place as long as they got control of it. That's not a reassuring message. A lot of Americans are highly anxious right now. They're distrustful. Some are paranoid. They don't think that anything, none of their institutions, is on the level. But instead of reassuring them that everything's going to be okay, leading Democrats just showed them that they have every reason to feel the way they do.
1: Okay. I know that was a bit of a long clip. I didn't expect it to be as long as it was. But, be that as it may, uh, starting with you, Mike, you heard what Tucker Carlson brought up. What do you think?
0: And all I gotta say is these Democrats don't know. We talk about a lot of whipping that's gonna that's gonna happen. All this, all this stuff that he's talking about fits <clears throat> right into uh, the stuff that's gonna keep pissing American people off to the. To the point of, there's going to be a major whipping coming to the Democrats. Now, how soon will it happen? I don't know, but it's going to happen. And and the problem is, is they're so laser focused on this shit that they can't see the big picture. Uh, when, When there are times when people get laser focused and they can't see the forest through the trees, they can't see the big picture, the bigger picture. And the more, you know, what, what, what he's talking about there, what, what uh, Tucker Carlson is talking about there, fits into the bigger picture that the Democrats just aren't seeing. And I'm happy that they're not seeing it because they're blind. It's almost, and I've said this before, it's almost to the point of if you ever if you know anything about Superman and the lore of Superman and his his identity as Clark Kent for the longest time the only thing the only thing that Clark Kent is the mask and Superman is the actual guy. But Clark Kent the what the way they would do it is Clark Kent. You couldn't see through the oversized, frumpy suits. He was so mild mannered and the glasses, right? That's what we're talking about here. This, the more this stuff that comes out, the more it's going to hurt, and the more they're just, I can't, I can't, I can't go on because. It's gonna make me happy watching them, watching the Democrats just nose bomb, <laughs> nose dive into the ground. You know. <laughs> bye bye. I mean, uh, back to George. All
1: right, Gunslinger. You heard you heard what Tucker Carlson said. Talk to me. Well. <laughs>
3: You know they 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 are packing the court. I mean, you know, <laughs> but you know they're going to pack it for what they want it, not what for the people want it, what their power hungry agenda is. But as it stands right now, since the Supreme Court uh, is a bunch of pussies, okay, because they didn't take up you know a very constitutional uh, thing called that election. You know, it's just that I don't have no I don't have no respect for them. Fuck them, some bitches. Why are they even there? Why do we even have a Supreme Court? If that's the last ditch court in the entire country. But yet they won't take up constitutional issues. What the fuck they do, sit around and circle jerk each other. I mean, really, what do they do? Okay, they're there for constitutional issues. Isn't the election a constitutional issue? <laughs> At least I thought it was. But when they pack these fucking courts like this dumb fuck in the White House wants to, boy, I mean, they, they're they worthless now. They are, they're really going to be worthless then. Because the more you get of anything, is the lesser and lesser the value is. Okay? That's called, you know, like cornering the market on shit, you know? So it is it, it's it's so it's it, to, for, for this to have allowed to get this far is embarrassing in this country. It's pathetic, it's sickening, it's fucked up. It's not supposed to be this way. You go ask founding fathers. Nah, I don't think they would see it like it is right now. <laughs>
1: go ahead. Well, let me let me um let me put this out there, okay? you know joe biden is a lying sack of crap okay we know that he's he's a flip-flopping two-faced son of a bitch that hasn't got the brains god gave him but he's not the only one talking about packing the the supreme court okay the democrats in general want to keep their power so they want to pack the courts so they can so they can have the supreme court Co-sign their shit, <clears throat> and I'm sorry. That to me is is absolutely insane. That is, that's that's the stupidest thing you could ever do. Okay. As for as far as the, the Supreme Court itself, uh, they just recently uh, decided not to take up another gun issue. And it's like, what the fuck are you there for? I agree with Gunslinger. What the fuck are they really there for? Are they there to deliberate over constitutional issues, or are they there to co-sign politicians' shit? Uh, Amy Coney Barrett. Uh, Justice... um, uh, what's his face? Uh, the the all three of the justices that Trump nominated and the and the Senate passed and put on the Supreme Court have been useless. They have proven to be useless. Okay, I'm sorry, but. Yeah, they went through hell in their in their nomination process. Uh, what's his name? Uh, when Brett Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh, Brett Kavanaugh went through all his all that insanity, only to find out that he's that he's a spineless jellyfish. All right. So, is the Supreme Court any a, a, any good to us? We get three Supreme, We get three conservative justices. After Ruth Bader Ginsburg passes away, and it's like, what was the point? What was truly the point? So it's 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 stupid. It really is. They're getting they they're, they're getting their shit co-signed even without packing the damn Supreme Court. And I don't think that shit's gonna go gonna pass through the Senate. I really don't. But just 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 to just to, just to get get it out there, and if it doesn't pass the Senate, the Democrats can sit there and cry. Oh, look at what the Republicans did. Look at, this is, this is how much the Republicans care about the American people. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. They will piss and moan if they don't get their way. They're, they're like petulant children throwing a temper tantrum. Seriously. That's all, that, that's all, that's all it comes down to. Democrats are nothing but spoiled, rotten brats. And they got the Supreme Court to uh, stick a lollipop in their mouth. Well, here's a lollipop. The lollipop is you get what you want. It's crazy. Well, gentlemen, we have run out of time here on the broadcast. Uh, Before we go, though... As always, I want to give my callers a final, their opportunity for a final thought. Uh, but tonight, I will start with mine, and then I will go to, to Mike and then Gunslinger for their final thoughts. When it comes to the rioting, the looting, and all this nonsense, it doesn't matter whether a, uh, uh, a guilty verdict was, was found or not. They're going to do what they're going to do. Black Lives Matter, Antifa—they're gonna keep fucking up the, the, uh, out there. They're gonna keep doing the shit they do, and unless unless something is done about it, we're gonna—we're—we're—we who who have to suffer through the bullshit are gonna are gonna be the victims. Okay, the business owners who have lost merchandise because it was stolen from their stores and People calling it reparations They think reparations that's that's theft that's stealing So bottom lining it Something's got to give and eventually it will mark my words as to these mask mandates and things it's been over a year. It's time it, it, I agree with Tommy Laren. If 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 masks work, if if masks actually worked, there wouldn't be a need for a vaccine. And if the vaccine does work, why do we have to keep wearing a mask? It's ridiculous. I remember seeing a story recently, and I don't know if I brought it up or not. At the time but there was actually there's actually one place that is going that's gonna mandate that you wear a mask even while you're outdoors what are you fucking mad when i go out into town and i'm walking down the street there's hardly a soul out there so what would be the point and as far as, you know, our gun rights and, and all the bullshit, I stick by what I said. Don't defund the police. Fund the police. Help them get, get the money together to form a task force to go out on the streets and stop the, stop these black market sales. You want to do something about gun violence? There's a start. Stop tying the hands of legal gun owners. It's pathetic. It's anti, it is anti-American, and it is unconstitutional. But I don't expect the Supreme Court to do anything about that. They didn't take up a, a, a recent gun issue. I don't expect them to do anything about this. Just like the NRA... They're useless. And last but certainly not least, as it relates to the hostile takeover in our country, the way things are right now, the Democrats are getting away with what they're getting away with. They're, they're in control. We're being stepped on like bugs. And it's getting pathetic. And there's, as as far as I'm concerned, we need we need to we the American people need to step up and say enough is enough. Either do the job, or resign. People like Chuck Schumer, Maxine Waters, Nancy Pelosi, Ilhan Omar, AOC, all these Democrats, all these assholes who want to do all kinds of stupid shit, have got to go. Come the 2022 midterm election, I hope to God, those six or seven seats in the Congress flip, and the Republicans are able to take the Congress, and I hope to God they're able to take back the Senate, because then Joe Biden's agenda gets put behind the eight ball. And if the Congress and the Senate do flip to the Republicans, I've got a message for the Republicans. Do your fucking job this time. All the hearings in the world aren't going to matter one bit. Actions speak far louder than words. And that's my final thought. Mike, what's your final thought? No, Mike left. Never mind. He just up and just you know, up and up and took off. He's off the phone line. So gunslinger, your final thought?
3: Well, you know it's fucked up all the way around. You know, from the Supreme Court to the NRA, they have their spineless, their ballless now. Um, they used to be a pretty good organization back in the day. <laughs> Not anymore. So all these little things are just, it's going, it, it's adding up and it's adding up and it's adding up. One of these days it's going to blow. I don't know when. Maybe that's what it needs. You know, the big, hit the big tilt button, the reset button, the hold the press button. Okay. And reorganize things. I think it would be a better deal than what's going on right now. <laughs> you know, because anything would be better than what's going on right now. Uh, will it happen? I don't know. But you keep pushing this shit, and you keep pushing their agenda, or they p- keep pushing their agenda. Eventually, you know, you've ever heard, you've always heard the the feather that broke the camel's back. You know how a lot of feather is. It's all it's going to take is one little deal, one more little deal on that backbone of the, uh, the American people, and it's going to snap. And when it snaps, I don't want to be in front of that fan when it does, because it's not going to be a pretty sight. Go ahead. Catch you
1: later. Well, on that note, thanks to Mike from Louisiana, Gunslinger, Cherokee Rose, and all of you watching and listening, of course, by archives. Officially here in New York, it is after midnight, and it is April twenty second. Tomorrow night, I'll, i hopefully, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. We'll be on the air, but before I disappear, I've got one little item to share with you. Believe it or not, it's, it's flurrying outside. There's snow flurries outside right now in my neck of the woods. Believe it or not. Yes. I said snow flurries. Oh boy. And I thought we were done seeing snow. (laughs) Yeah, right. But tomorrow night, we'll be here, if you will, at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time, on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. I'm George Sinzer, and for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. Y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful. And if you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. And with that, it is time to put this puppy to bed. So, here goes the outro. Thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part, without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, is expressly forbidden. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved. You can catch Firefox News Online Monday through Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time, on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. Go to miwicom slash firefoxnewsonline or gab.com slash firefoxnewsonline for the links to the live broadcast. And if you have any comments you'd like to send our way, we'd love to hear from you. Write to comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. That's comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. If that email address is not working, the host will inform you to use the alternate address, and that is comments at journalist.com. Once again, that is comments at journalist.com. The views and opinions that were expressed in this broadcast are that of the host and those who call in, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or these broadcasting services. The use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division, all one and the same, adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. Once again, thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online.
0: That's awful.
4: So let it be written. So let it be done.
2: Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye.
0: What?